0: We welcome you to The Truth Simply Put, our broadcast and teaching series at the Basilea Commission. You're about to receive God's unadulterated word, brought to you by Pastor Alexander Victor. Challenging, uplifting, and provoking you to new dimensions in your kingdom walk. And now, today's message. We're sons. We just pray. And when we pray, ah! Ah ah when we pray, when we praise with understanding. Yes. Oh t- tell yourself, awake my soul, awake, awake, awake my soul, awake my soul, awake. You have to teach your soul to have sense. Say, like, awake, awake my soul. That's why David, understanding the state of his soul, David, the spirit man, said. Why so downcast, oh my soul? He had to teach his soul how to behave. He said, Put your hope in God. And then sometimes he, his soul wakes up and feels like it doesn't want to praise. And David said, No, 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 no. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. David is speaking to David. Do you understand? And it says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his... David was not telling you. David was telling himself. My friend, bless the Lord. Receive sense. Bless the... Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Who forgiveth? That's the first thing that came out of his mouth. David, Caleb. Yes, sir. David. Under the law. Sir, sir, he wasn't even exploring. Hijacking mercy. David. First thing that came out of his mouth when he was advising his soul to bless the Lord. He said, who for? He didn't say who covered. David had no business dealing with God as per the covering of sins. David went right past it. He said, hey soul, let me tell you why you should bless the Lord. Your sins, David, as you are like, your sins are forgiven. Imagine the audacity. Because without the shedding of blood, there's no... Rem- so how was David's sins forgiven? When there had not yet been the shedding of blood. What happened then, the blood of animals, were the covering of sins. Kippur. And Hebrews writes that we know that the blood of animals, bulls and goats, cannot take away sins. Cannot forgive sins. He just covered sin. Where did David get understanding from? To say, who forgiveth thy sins? David says, blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute. In you are here arguing. That your sins, not past, not present, not future. You are not sure. How can you say, all my sins are forgiven? David, before Jesus died, said, blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity. David knew that the nature of God was such as to not impute iniquity. What imputed iniquity? The law. David said, "Bless." is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity. The man the Lord knows was wrong and said, you are right. David. The same guy said, as far as the east (laughs) is from the west. Here, so have thou removed my transgressions from me. Please think about it. As far as the east is from the west, so has thou removed. So now Paul, explaining to us what Jesus has done, references what David saw. David walked into the future in his present because he dared to believe. He dared to believe. So he entered the forgiveness of sins, sat there and said, nothing is moving me from here. Jesus will come and meet me here. He's the one that's removing sin. I have seen him who removes sins. I have believed that he removes sins. And therefore my sins now are removed. I may die before he comes to remove the sin. But because I have seen that he's coming, I die forgiven. Let him delay all he wants in coming. That's his problem. Yes. But when he comes, the sins he is removing is past. It will reach me. Yes, that was David's understanding. Because Paul says that in his forbearance, he passed over the sins that had been previously committed. Romans 3. Do you understand it now? So David saw that if this guy is coming... Who will take away the sins of the world? Ah, my sins are inside. Now, I may not see him come in the flesh, but as far as I'm concerned, he has come. Whenever in the future he's coming, he's going to cover me where I am now. He's going to go that far back. He says, blessed is the man whom the Lord does not impute iniquity. So David walked in the fullness of grace in his time, an era that had not yet come, but he walked into it. You are in it. Do you understand? Yes, you are in it now. You are still struggling. Am I not? not is it not? Am I a sinner? Am I not, not a sinner? Am I, am I, I can't be a sinner. Me who has believed Jesus. Me who has received the spirit of adoption. I can't. It's not possible. It's not possible. John understood it in 1 John. He wrote and said, I write to you chapter 5. That you may know that you have eternal life. I was speaking with somebody on the phone and I said to her, first of all, if you miss that in everything in First John, you miss the entire message. Yes, he, could, he could not be writing to invoke fear in you yes. if the intention of his writing was that you may know you have eternal life. That you may know you have a life that cannot be taken from you. That you may know you have a life that cannot be corrupted. That you know you have a life that cannot be sabotaged by anything you or anybody else does. If you miss that in what First John was saying, you miss the whole book. Go and read again. Go and read again. It's from that lens you will understand the sin that leads to death. And the sin that does not lead to death. It's from that lens you understand the advocate. Jesus Christ the just. Advocating for us. At the right hand of the Father. I have eternal life. My sins are forgiven. In whom we have redemption. Ephesians 1, Colossians 1. In whom we have redemption. The forgiveness of sins. I have, not I will have. When I confess the ones I think I remember. In whom we have redemption. The forgiveness of sins. Ah, so you, you, can you, you mean we shall now continue and be living anyhow? You are very, very, very unwise to ask such a question. Why would you know that you are at peace with God and want to live like a rascal? You don't know. You're not born again. You're not born again. It's not you we're talking about. sir. it's so you. No, no, no. If you think like that, it's not you we're talking about. No, you're not a son of God. You can't be a son of God and be planning how to be ungodly. No. You can't be a son of God and be planning. Ah, so now my sins are forgiven. Let me now live anyhow I like. No, it's not you we're talking about. When we're talking about people that are, are with us, who are not of us, uh-huh, you cannot call your name. Only three people understood what I just said. Yes, sir. People who are in church, but they are not sons. Uh-huh. When we reach there, append, append your name. That's the list to which you belong. But, sons of God, we have risen so much above sin. We are not conscious of it. No. Sin and death were the two enemies of God. He spoils them. Why are you looking for an enemy he spoiled? If you are afraid of sin, no wonder you are afraid of death. Because they are twins. No wonder you are organizing programs to bind the spirit of death. Because you are sin conscious. And sin and death are two inseparable twins. Conjoined, Siamese twins. So I understand why you're afraid of dying. Because you're still wondering where you spend eternity. So when we are talking, please don't talk. His sons are having a conversation. Do you understand? Sons are having a conversation. When we now are talking about outsiders who are trying to understand what, but then you you can put your name there. But we don't walk around being afraid of sin or being afraid of death. No. Paul said, absent from the body, present with the Lord. Same difference. (laughs) Same difference. Same difference. So David tells himself, bless the Lord, O my soul. That's That's the posture of a son of God, one who has understood grace we don't need to beg you to sing yeah. before we start a service somebody must come on, on the pulpit and say hallelujah somebody give God seven hallelujahs the first three are very dry yeah. <laughs> you know, it's me oh. I've been around you can't cover my face and then you know the pastor will say that amen has partial call in fact, I was watching one recently in their live stream and he said, they shouted amen. He said, your amen has coronavirus. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, it's a trending epidemic. So you now may have to make it louder so you can go out of COVID-19 territory. Your amen is standing on one leg. Have you heard that one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard all kinds. All kinds. I've preached 75 different messages tonight. Everybody's receiving their own. Hey, instruct your soul. Instruct your soul. You don't need to wind you up. Shout amen. Amen. Men and brethren. You are here today. Many woke up with you this morning. Oh. Now they are in the hospital. Why are we so bloodthirsty? Why do we like bad things? God is only good to you because twenty-five bad things happen. You are not inside, so we use badness to measure the goodness of God. No, before anything bad could happen, God is good. God is God does not do good. God is, it's because God is good that Jesus came doing good. Because Jesus came doing God. Did you get that? I see my father do, that's what I do. I do nothing of my own. So because God is good, Jesus came doing God, Jesus came doing good. Because God is good, good is God. He's good. He doesn't need bad to establish or measure His goodness. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. So His sons, His true sons, don't reference bad in celebrating His goodness. Many are dying, many are perishing. Whatever I am now, it is but so you need dying and perishing to see grace. Yeah, oh, praise God! You are counted among the living. The, The dead are not counted, the dead are part of the church, they're counted. Oh, sound like we're better than them. It's your grace. So those that died did not die in grace. They died in grass. Because you're the only one God raised from grass to grace. Stupid rhymes. No, we're alive just by your grace. So they are dead by the absence of grace. So the measure of grace is that you are alive and someone is dead. So that means you too. very soon you run out of grace. Because I promise you. If Jesus tarries, you'll die. I promise you. So you realize there's a lot of revelational foolishness that the church operates in. What scripture doesn't say? Oh yeah, we're not, we're not like them who are in the graveyard. They're like what? Some people are now there, their hospital, are, their leg is in POP, their leg is suspended from the ceiling, but you, you are here. You can give God, you can jump. I don't need somebody's leg in POP for my legs to jump. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you do that, you are a bad Niger person. You, you are a gambler. You need God to, do, to have done something for you that is special to you that He didn't do for your neighbor. See how evil hearted people are. And that is not the... Is listen, let me tell you something. When scripture says that the heart of man is deceitful and desperately wicked, who can know it? I'm not in that verse. Because may I have the mind of Christ, just Josephine. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The spirit of God dwells in my inside. He has washed and sprinkled my heart with pure water. He has washed it by the regenerating of water by the word. My heart is not deceitful and desperately wicked. He, he has repented my heart. Yes, sir. Therefore, if you see anybody in church whose heart is deceitful and desperately wicked, that's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And there are many. Sons of God know our hearts are purified. We stand with him, clear conscience. That's what the Bible says. Clear conscience running as clear as spring water. Clear, we're not, I don't have to think up evil about my neighbor to see how good God has been to me. Oh, Father, I went out. I didn't have an accident. Are you expecting to have an accident? What's wrong with you? And that's why when accidents happen, the first thing we do is bring out a mobile phone to record it and say, hey, my God. My, you hear the voice behind the person record. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm not inside. So when Nigerians don't have empathy, we cannot be moved by somebody else's pain. If your father hasn't died, you cannot stand with somebody whose father has died. If you have not had an accident, you cannot understand somebody who had an accident. This is just not your leg that you broke. My uncle, when he had an accident, his rib came to his heart. Haven't you heard that before? Yeah. If I mean when I had an accident, hey, come to my house, I'll show you the pictures. I framed it. You just take it away. You can't empathize with the other person. And so you fail to see the goodness of God. Here people write that have understanding. I love you, Lord. Your mercies never failed me. All my days, like I just gave you David's story, are being held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up, until I lay my head down, I will sing of the goodness of God. All my life, you you have been faithful. All my life, you have been so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness. No enemy inside, nobody else that died, no measure of nothing. Who has bewitched us? I've heard a thousand stories of what they say you are like. I've heard a thousand whispers of love in the de- dead of night. And you tell me that you are pleased and that I am never alone. And you're a good, good father. You're perfect in all your ways. I say, Bab, you don't sing our local local songs. You don't promote our... I don't promote nonsense. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sing the cross. We will promote the cross. Yes, sir. Sing the gospel. We will promote the gospel or we'll rewrite it to the gospel. Yes, we are not emotional about this. We am not trying to win the Oscars or the Grammys. No. We're running for the mark of the prize of the higher calling in God. So, hey, it's not a local person. No, no, no. Look how foolishness is too foolish. A lot of local Christianity is steep, deep, deep. In our diabol- not even cultural, diabolical undertone. That's how, you, that's how we write our songs. That's how we pray our prayers. That's how we preach our, our messages. Everything undergirded by African dark diabolism. We have no revelation that is devoid, revelation that is not tainted by our environment. And maybe this is all God is saying to somebody tonight yeah. that He's good. Full stop. It's good. It's good. Oh, ha, oh, uh, uh, testimony, 39 people were uh, retrenched and and I was retained. Help me give God praise. The other 39, they're they're from other local churches. They are sons of God. Their own God is not strong because their papa is not known. God of kept you. The God of this commission. The God of your daddy G.O. So the other gods are less and we accuse Catholics of doing idolatry. Oh, no, you are the idols. If you have, if you manage to successfully have different versions of God, all the gods that have been called are all idols. All of them. Every single god that is individualized to a person is an idol. And backing that idol is a familiar spirit at work. I speak boldly. Let God be true. Backing every idol is a familiar spirit. The idol itself is powerless. But when a family, that's why they are called family. Who am I speaking to tonight? That's why they are called familiar spirit. They operate according to parameters that are comfortable with you. So once this is how the enemy works, he doesn't glorify anything until you glorify it. Satan doesn't give anything value until you show him that you have value invested in it. So the moment you begin to champion something that is lifeless and you are convinced it is lifeless, Satan takes the form of what you are convinced is your God and he starts to operate through it for your benefit. Did you hear what I just said? So that's what makes false gods appear to have power. I've just helped your theology right now. The enemy takes the shape of what you have. So what you, you put it to a piece of wood, and you get something, you chant something. And the enemy just enters, because that's what you want. So behind every championing of an idol is a familiar spirit backing it up. It doesn't matter what scriptures that familiar spirit quotes. It doesn't. It doesn't. I was speaking to having a conversation with, with, with Mama the other day, and I was telling her, I See, even, even church, we need to understand New Testament believers. We, we're talking prayer, right? We need to understand the mind of the Father, even as touching prayer. Because you see, in the New Testament, you, you go and read from Matthew to Revelation. Show me anywhere where Paul is praying and says, I pray to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I pray to Jehovah God, everlasting Father. I pray to Elohim, Adonai, Sikinu. I pray to Yahweh, Jehovah, Jireh. Jehovah. You never see any such reference in the New Testament. Any. Because all those things where people, people, somebody say people, trying to qualify the nature of God in the absence of their revelation of him. Do you understand? Jehovah Jireh, for instance. It's not his name. God has never introduced himself by one attribute. One? No, why read Genesis 22? Abraham named the place Jireh. Not God. A man cannot give God a name. Nisi, a place. Ebenezer a place, stone of help. Go and check, read scriptures. You see, all these places. Encounters. Bethel, a place. Jacob, where he saw the, the ladder with angels going up and down. And he says that the Lord was in this place and I did not know it. So he named it Beth. Beth in Hebrew means house. El means God. Beth El, house Of God. He went to Laban. 20 years, give or take. On his way back, came to the same place. Renamed the place, El Bethel. Because coming back now, he had a revelation of the God of the house of God. On his way, house of God. On his way back, God of the house. Those places they named... Places. Wells. Sikna. Well. Esek. Well. Rehoboth. Well. Jehovah Rehoboth. Where do you see him calling himself Rehoboth? Moses encounters him in the burning bush and says, oh, Okay, I've heard all you have said. I've seen all you have done. I'm going to go to Israel. So when I get there, I mean, you know those people how they are. They will ask me, Who sent me? Please, what would I tell them? God looked at him and said, tell them, I am. Full stop. He didn't say, I am that I am. There's English people that added it in some false translations. He said, I am. Full stop. And the same way John 11, Daniel eleven thirty two says that they that know their God shall be strong and do. Full stop. Didn't say exploit. Somebody sat down, said, oh, what do what? OK, let's add exploit No, He can't do." In the same way that he talks about all that Jesus Christ and Nazareth both began to do and teach. Do. He said, "I, I am. Full stop. I am what? When the time comes, you find out. When the time comes you find out. And what was the first thing he manifested himself to be to them? Their Passover. I'm your Passover. Because before then, all other manifestations were to Egypt. So to them, he became Passover. To them, he became a pillar of fire. Then became a pillar of cloud. Then became the dry land in the, in the Red Sea. Then became the, 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 the line of fire between them and the enemies. Then be, became the captain of their salvation who who are you? Are you for us or against us? He says, neither. But as a captain of the lost host have I come. Remember that? He, be- he began to become to them what was required of him to become part time. He never boxed himself in one attribute. Now we start to pray. Father, you are the one that took Israel through the dry land. Father, you're, you know most times you are just trying to psych yourself. You're trying to shore up your own faith, which is nonsense. Because it's the faith of God you should operate by. And the faith of God is you knowing what he calls himself and being comfortable with it. (laughs) Do you understand what I just said? The faith of God is you knowing what he calls himself and being comfortable with it. And all of that what was the height of it. I told you in this house a long time ago that if you go and search scriptures, you see in Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 alone do not give you the account of creation. I've taught you that in this house over and over. To get the full account of creation, you must add John 1 to Genesis 1 and 2. You must add Hebrews 11. You must add Colossians 1. Then you come back and go and add Job 38 take a little from Isaiah 14, collect from Ezekiel 28 to get the full account of what happened at creation. And at that creation, you see where angelic beings were referred to as sons of God. And that's instructive because in creation, sir, he planted a seed for the nature by which he wanted to be known. But there were no sons, there were no human beings. But angelic beings were referred to as sons of God. Why? It wasn't about them. But if they were referred to as sons of God, it was to bring out his nature as father ahead of time. (laughs) Do you understand? Ahead of time, he drops a hint that, you see, in spite of all of this, the ultimate attribute, the attribute nature maximum attribute and nature by which I intend to be known is that of Father. So everybody starts falling over themselves and calling him stuff according to their understandings of him. When he comes, what spirit did he send into us? Adoption. So we can cry what? (laughs) You have no revelation of God if in your prayer you call him a thousand things above Father. You have no revelation. You're just like the people in the Old Covenant. Forgetting that the dispensations changed. Nothing you call God as a New Testament believer moves him. Except Father. Nothing. Nothing. The fire that burns and cannot be consumed. Mm-hmm. The water and it came out of a rock, whether we spoke to it or struck it. Mm-hmm. The one that shot them out <laughs> of the lion's den. <laughs> wow. That's different. He didn't shut the mouth of the lions, he shot the mouth of the lion's dead. Jehovah overdo Jehovah talk and do. You carry the name of your village masquerade and call God. That's exactly what it is. Yes, yes, yes. And that's why I'm very careful with all this praise and worship in the name of worshiping God. You are the masquerade that jumps in the daylight and all the smaller masquerades run away. Wow. Oh yes. The lion that shows up in the jungle and all the other animals flee. This is what they have made your God into. Masquerade lion. Light that shines in the dark and all that dark not unless you go and hide. The one that comes out and when his voice echoes in the forest, all other lesser animals come and pay obeisance. That's what they are saying. When you see those that understand the language, jumping and shouting and gyrating. Not hardly of what they are saying is scriptural. Hardly anything. It's all coming from sensuality, diabolic mysticism. God didn't ask you for that nonsense. And they call him everything except what he died to be known. Everything except what he died to be known. To call him everything except father is to make a mockery of and therefore reject the cross. In prayer, to address him. No, 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 no. You have made a mockery of what he came to die. You see, Jesus did not come to die to recruit servants for God. Everybody is a servant of God. Everybody. Us and Satan. Servants of God. In fact, Satan is a faithful, loyal, law-abiding servant of God. Full of respect, full of accountability, full of understanding. Satan, what you don't have. Responsibility, accountability, transparency, loyalty, devotion, consistency. The things you are struggling with. That's why I preached the message a long time ago and I said, it's amazing how many things Satan can mentor sons of God or believers in. Satan, faithful servant of God. Faithful servant. Doesn't do beyond. Allow me to do this now. Do that. And that answers your question as to why would Paul say Satan forbade me. He was doing his job. God won't come and block you now. There's somebody whose job is to block people. (laughs) So when you need to be blocked, why send a Range Rover to do a caterpillar's job? Remember church discipline when Paul says, "Hand them over to Satan." That's his job. I don't know about you in secondary school, but in my secondary school, the guy that had the cane, he was our flogging teacher. In secondary school. That was his ministry. Did anybody have that? He didn't take any class. He didn't take Mr Kinto didn't take any class until the principal resigned. They now made him acting vice principal. We died. So he flogged for fun, and he was good at it. He had skills. That was his calling. God cannot do God. God is very gentle. He's loving. can't do that kind of thing. There's somebody for that. <laughs> We're all servants of God. Everybody is a servant of God. The trees, the, the birds, all are for His pleasure, all for His pleasure. If everything gives God pleasure or was created for His pleasure, why did Jesus die? There had to be something more than just something that makes him feel good in bringing many sons. sons to glory. You have no revelation of God if you don't understand him as your father. You have none. You're too big a Christian. If you can't deal with God as your father. So when you pray, go and check the record of Jesus every time he prayed. Father. That's the end. No introduction. It's not some oba that before you enter you start ringing the bell. From here, colon, 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 you are the healer. Oh, colon, 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 the provider. Oh, colon, 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 the deliverer. Oh, he doesn't need it. He knows who he is. If you feel like you want to say it in worship, knock yourself out. But don't think it does anything to God. What I God is saying is like, ooh, ooh, ooh yeah, that's me. Mm, oh, yeah, oh yeah, you're the one that delivered Israel. Oh, yes, it's true. I almost forgot. Yes, of course, I delivered Israel. Hey, hey, hey you know, you're the one that splitted the red sea. Oh, yeah, that was cool, right? That was really cool. Eh, yeah? That was really cool, Caleb. Yeah, I remember splitting that stuff. That was really cool. Yeah. Go on, go on, go on. And then, then, then you now see, because you see, the, the God that drama in church has portrayed to you, you have to repent of it. The God that that guy sat on the on the chair with white and, and crown, and then you just see angels. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. When a concert, eh? They were doing like like dance drama, like what do you call it, musical. Hmm. The musical was about the throne of grace. Emoji. God sat on the throne. <laughs> people were coming and giving account of different things that had, be, that had been going on, right? This it was a one-scene musical. This thing went to do like 30 minutes. This angel, tall angel was here, fanning. People were coming and talking to God and going, fanning. Fanning. Before we knew angel, just collapse. <laughs> no warning. Nothing. Angel was just there, fanning God. do collapse. Cover God. Pa. plus angel plus God plus throne is anybody here who knows first aid any first aid people angel and God need first aid (laughs) first aid pressing angel before the throne of grace angel come back angel you can't die in the presence of God I bind you nonsense and ingredients come back CPR press the angel come on God just sat there on the throne just waiting (laughs) We'll continue in this drama, or that that was the end of the drama. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end. The, the, the band now had to come on stage to now start singing because the drama that was the end. Angel just collapsed, <laughs> just, collapse? bah! just be, because Angel has been there. Fanning, in, fan in, ha in. Like, ah, this drama long ago. <laughs> Angel passed out. (laughs) Angel passed out. (laughs) Man of God, nobody thought that angels could faint. Amen? How would you prepare? (laughs) Contingency angel. Why? Why? Miss Kalenos angel. no, I mean we don't have bench, you know, for angel club, no you <laughs> don't have subs and so we, you know you have that picture and most times when you want to pray that's what you remember, honestly you approach prayer not from what the word says, but from what you, a picture that somebody has painted to you you are convinced you have seen God on the throne you're convinced you've seen God on the throne. But if you're going to be honest with yourself tonight, you will understand, you realize that it's, it's man made images yes. of God. You can't approach. Hey, who is there? Stop there. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my Lord, please let me approach. Has anybody watched those dramas? It's just me. Let me approach. Hi. Okay, so people have acted. You can't come any further. Therefore, by him who died on the cross, let us now come boldly before the throne of grace. So contrary to what drama showed you, if there are angels around the throne, the moment I say, Father, the angels scram. Scram! Because, Listen to me. Angels can deal with him being called King of Glory. They've been there for all eternity. Angels can deal with him being called Eternal Rock of Ages. Angels can deal with him being called Bright and Morning Star. Angels can deal with him being called The Soon and Coming King. Angels can deal with him being called Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. They understand that they tell him that every day for all eternity. But when they hear, Father! You know, uh, 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 this is not us. This is not us. This is not us. This is, this is not us. this is not us. This is not us. This is not us. Give chance. Royalty is coming before the throne. Royalty. Angels don't stop us. Who are they can't? No, they don't stop us. They stop for us. They don't stop us. They stop for us. That's why it's hallelujah from here below. Yes. That's still your favorite melody. Why will he come and be looking for your worship when angels have been worshiping him forever? There's something about a son telling a father, dad, you're all right. Dad, you're okay. Dad, you're doing well. Angels, it doesn't carry no weight. No, that's why your Judah in his image. So, when we, the code name, when you pray, Father! Oh, yeah, that's a son calling. That's his son calling. You have his attention. That's prayer. Approaching the Father by the access that the Son gives us, facilitated by the Holy Ghost. So, when you pray, Simplify it. You realize how easy it is now to pray. Simplify it. You did long, 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 long. Father, I thank you. Just that I can call you Father. You have prayed. You have prayed. The moment you come to God in prayer, and the only card you play. Is Christ, who enables you to call him Father. You have received the spirit of adoption by which we cry. Abba! Father! I love it. I wish my voice was louder. The pride in, oh my God, the pride involved in knowing that me, me like this, I can call the Jehovah Father. And get his attention. That pride no be here. (laughs) That confidence, that's why John says in 1 John 5, this is the confidence we have when we pray that he hears us. He hears us. Why are you coming to him like that proud publican? And I know I'm not like these other ones, you know? No, 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 no. We know who we are. We know who he is to us. We know. Oh, give God praise tonight. Yes. Ah, Let me try and wrap this up. The Christ conscious believer is given. So you see and so far we have not said anything about if you don't pray, X, Y, Z. No, you don't need that. You don't need to know what happens if you don't pray. Nothing needs to even happen if you don't pray for you to pray. You don't need fear of consequence to pray. And a lot of what we have taught over the years have been taught in fear. If you don't pray, you die. If you don't worship, God will replace you with a stone. If you don't. <laughs> we now start praying. Father, in the name of Jesus, I will not be replaced with a stone. Yes. Who has prayed that prayer? I've prayed it. Oh, you see, these young, young people. If you are older than these people and you are out there, come to our church. Who has prayed that prayer? And you pray that prayer, praying, crying, passionate, Father, I will not be replaced. Father, do not replace me. Do not replace me. Do not, do not, do not. Uncle, just praise him. If if you refuse to praise me, the rocks will cry out. (laughs) So you now start praying, Father, don't just praise him. But we don't need fear of consequence. To pray, to praise, to worship. Just know who he is. And who who he is has made you in him. You'll be looking for excuses to pray. Excuses to praise. What they call a fag break. It's, it's against the law to stop your staff from taking a five minute break to go and smoke. It's so against the law. You can get penalized for it. It's called a fag break, F-A-G. You can take at least three fag breaks in a walking shift, separate from your break time. Fag break. <laughs> say, excuse me, sir. I'm going on a fag break. I want to go and take a fag. So imagine that you're now, you're now there. You know you're a son of God. Say sir, excuse me, sir. I want to use the toilet. Fuck break. You go out as soon as you step out of where everybody is. Rande pasa. So where, uh-huh. where were we? If they wait for people to go and smoke, they should wait for people to go and pray. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yes. What's wrong with you? Hey. You see, we're the ones that are constantly toning down the weight of what we carry. You're walking. You're praying. Somebody's approaching you. You know, You now quiet. No, 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 no. Have you seen me do prayer work, Everybody that passes me will know I'm praying everybody that passes me, you will know I'm praying. You you know, you just take one look at me, you know I'm not a mad man, you know. And instantly, you you, you just know that this one is praying. As I'm coming towards you, there's an energy that I'm even releasing in my face, that you know that this one is praying. Don't be afraid of it. Don't let intellectual believers, they're very dangerous. Intellectual believers, intelligent believers, believers that know so much, that they can't do much. Do you understand? They know so much, they can't do much. You don't see any such example in the scriptures of somebody that knew God so much, he didn't need to do anything. I don't want to know God like that. Jesus himself in the flesh did not know God like that. He did and he taught. The apostles didn't know God like that. They did and they taught. Manifested the Holy Ghost. And everybody knew. Are you following me? Everybody knew. No, you, you take it. excuse. Go, you can't pray. It's not working. You enter. You, sometimes it's so overwhelming. You feel like facing the wall and shouting. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about. You feel like facing the wall and shouting. Crying your eyes out. But you just enter and you pray quietly in and Zurka You come out Jim's house so where are we? And everybody sees you, just keep going. And see you going. They don't know it's fact breaks you are taking. And you just go in there, you lock the door. Father, I thank you. That's all you need. And there's a or an instant burst of energy. Instant. Instant burst of energy. In that instant, we just realize, Father, I thank you. Thank you for grace. Grace for grace. I pray that the Lord Strength for strength. Strength in the place of weakness. I thank you for energy. Thank you for quickening my mortal body. I receive strength. I walk in the supernatural. I'm not ordinary. Grace flows to me. Two minutes. I'm good to go. Fast charging like no other. You know fast charging, imagine putting your phone at empty and it goes from empty to 80 in two minutes. That's what prayer does. Fast charging. Just pipe the power. Remember I told you last week, send the power there. Instantly, and you bring the will of God to bear on the earth. Hallelujah. I wrote here, prayer is the distance between what is yours and what you have. The distance between what is yours and what you have. You know, you know what you have is not all that is yours. Make sense? There's a journey from what you have to what is yours. Yes, and a lot of times we settle at what we have. But that's not the design for sons. The design for sons is to take All that is ours. So whenever I pray, I always say, Father, I appropriate all that is mine in you. Who will spend it for me? Who? When you are sick, it's your only healing you will collect. It's not mine you're spending. So if I don't spend my healing, who is going to spend it for me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Our overall healing doesn't reduce because you're overspending it. Do you understand? I told you in this house ages ago that the, what, the best way to give God thanks is to spend some more of him. God, spend. God is looking at you like, hey, this is all you can spend. I give you an ATM card and I tell you, go shopping. You now went to G- what market by Calabar Road. Yeah, you just bought, 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 bought. You didn't even use the card. You actually even transferred because they don't have POS in those places, they are not a very serious place if they don't have a POS machine. But, but a few things you spend manage to spend in that kind of place spend like forty k. You left there with four sacks, because <laughs> that's what you leave there with. Yeah, not designer bags. You leave there with sack, <laughs> twenty five t shirt, <laughs> fourteen jeans. You just suck. Those wheelbarrow guys will follow you to load it in a taxi. And I come and say, ah, but I spent too. I just, I was feeling like I spent too much. When you were told to spend, do shopping. Do you understand? Go shopping. By the time we call you and say where you are, you'll be like, ah, I'm in mean, Jabi Mall. Oh, I'm in mean, Jabi Mall first, waiting to catch my flight to Dubai because I'm waiting for my coronavirus test to come out. You enter Jabi Mall, you blast, you come out, you branch, Banex. arrange yourself, then you get to Dubai, as you land right there in the arrival, you enter the perfume shop, you start to just hear. You see you're calling Arabs. Follow me. Then you, get, you, you shop. Do hmm? you, you know what I mean by shop? Surrounded by bags like small, small kittens all over. You shop. We call you, where are you? I came like in Dubai. I hear there's a direct f- flight to Paris from here. You stop into Paris, you go shopping. You get from there, fly business class to New York, you go shopping. You are shopping. You, you're, you're not even getting alerts. It's not your business. To know balance, that's what gives Nigerians a lot of heart attack. 200 naira a time, they tell you your balance. So you're spending, you're not getting alerts. You're swiping, poof, it's going. Poof, it's going. You're, you're, not, you're not worried. Limitless source. Yes. You're spending. Now, that is just a minute fraction of the access to God that you have in Christ. Why are you explaining how little you're spending? No, you're a son. You come back again. And again. And again. Now, with your father, you have perpetual access. Because unlike your earthly father, unlike your, your natural father, unlike your spiritual father who are limited in scope, your earthly father has billions of you and yet only you. So here is your father, here is God having a conversation with Becky as Becky is talking to him and calling him father. Ah, Becky has called me. At this same instant, blessing is talking to the father and the father is right here. One father talking to blessing, giving her complete attention like Becky and seven billion others do not exist. Christy is here saying father, And he's talking to Christy right here, right now. No call back later, no call waiting, no busy. In Australia under the earth, somebody is there calling father. and And they have his full attention. And it's not a percentage of him that he's giving it individual so that all of him can manage to go around. No, everybody has all the father that he has the capacity to be here and now. A teat for everyone. Sufficient, Father. So you have your own lifeline. Just pray. Oh no, he's, he's busy. No, 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 no. Pray. It's your lifeline. That's what gets you from what you have to what is yours. You have not because you ask not. Don't be afraid to spend don't be afraid to spend Ah. don't be afraid to spend 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 do your worst to pray is to have to have is to pray Romans 12 and 12 let me try and wrap this up is anybody getting anything tonight <laughs> Romans 12 and 12. Oh, thank you for healings tonight. Thank you. It was, it was a night of healing. Healing. It was a night of healing. Romans 12 and 12. Are we'll we there? Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing how steadfastly in continuing steadfastly in prayer. Acts 1.14 You see how that language is repeated all through the scripture. Acts 1.14 Acts 1, 14. Are we there? These all what? Continued with You see that line? They continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the woman and Mary, (laughs) the mother of Jesus. Falling to pray. Do you understand? I told you last week, not praying for saints or sinners. She was also praying. (laughs) Hallelujah. So we pray Even after we have received answered prayer. Because to pray is to have and to have is to pray. Even after we have received answered prayer. Ephesians 6 and 18. I have less than 15 minutes to bring this home. But my God, what a work he has done tonight. What a work. Ephesians 6 and 18, you see where he says... Praying always, are we there? With all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for who? All the saints. Pray for all the saints. And you see in verse 19, we also pray for our leaders because it says, and for me. Why? that utterance, may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. 20. For which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So you pray for all saints, and you pray for your teaching leaders, that they may have utterance to declare the gospel how boldly. Can you pray that for me now in just a few moments? And everybody else who will be teaching here for utterance, <laughs> utterance to open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Pray that over your leaders. Pray that over your pastor. By extension, pray it over yourself, especially those of you who will be teaching shortly. Utterance. prayer for the whole church, the whole church prays whole church prays all oh, trans lord for the gospel all oh, trans lord, our mouths are sharpened with the revelation of Jesus Mando Gelego, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, let's wrap up for today. Acts chapter two. How many people pray in the church? Is there, is there a department for prayer? You have seen that from scripture, right? the entire church prayed. Acts: 241 and 42. Acts 2, 41 and 42. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. That was the first message that Peter preached. And that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. See verse 42. New church, brand new church. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. They continued steadfastly. Go to chapter four and verse twenty-four. Acts four and twenty-four. The whole church prays. So when they heard about that, this is when Peter was arrested, I believe. They raised their voice to God with. I love it. Can we just say one accord? And said, Lord, you are God who made the heaven and the earth and the sea. And they basically they just prayed right through. Go to 31. Same chapter 31 and 32. 31 and 32, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Now, this is not Pentecost, which is interesting. Because Pentecost was chapter 2. In fact, you see, I love to teach you. There's, there's there's three instances of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You know, he told them, stay in Jerusalem till they be endued. But you know, before then, when he appeared to them after he rose up, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Ghost. Before Pentecost. Before Pentecost. Go and look for it tonight. I won't tell you where it is. It's in the Gospels. You'll see it. As he rose... Whether in its promissory sense, maybe as a deposit or as, as a sign, as a type or as a, you know, advanced paper. He said, he breathed on them and he said, receive the Holy Ghost. But then it says, wait until you be endued with power from on high. And then in Acts chapter 2, they received or were filled. Some theologians say, were filled with the Holy Spirit that they had received when Jesus breathed upon them. And then by chapter 4, they were praying, just praying. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. They had the Holy Spirit. They received him in full measure, two chapters earlier. But when they were praying in, in Acts 4, there was a, an infilling, a saturating. To feel, it doesn't, doesn't, in the Greek, that word for feel, doesn't mean that this is the level of the Holy Spirit. So when they prayed, they now received and he was, he was full. Yeah, feel in the Greek means that this thing is so full that it is const- it is reverberating with fullness, like Christ being the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Is it fullness that refers to completion? Does that make sense? Something being absolute and overflowing is the right word. They, they, were, they were so full of the Holy Spirit that it was overflowing. Not filled in the sense that they were not filled before because that will not make sense. As in chapter 2, we saw that they received the Holy Spirit, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. There was a sound as of a mighty rushing wind, it was not a wind. Holy Spirit was not a wind, he said. That there was a sound, the sound sounded like a mighty rushing wind. Yeah. Then there was cloven tongues as like those two words were together there. As like of fire. The Holy Spirit is not cloven tongues of fire. They received, they heard a sound saw tongues then received the Holy Spirit. It's not that they heard a sound, saw tongues of fire which meant that they received the Holy Spirit. I'll teach on that another day. When we deal with pneumatology, pneumatos, things of the spirit. Sit down. So they had received the Holy Spirit in Acts 2. Right? So this Acts 4 could not be that they were receiving the Holy Spirit for the first time. So, so there is a feeling, there is a full manifestation of the Holy Spirit in the believer when he prays. That's what this tells us. Do you understand? as distinct from the receiving of the Holy Spirit at the time of getting born again, there is a feeling, there is a fullness, there is a saturation, are you following, of the Holy Spirit every time you pray in his language? Not in yours. You get it? Even new believers, and I'll end here, even new believers, as people are getting born again, they are getting born again into prayer. Straight up. It's it's instant. Because that's the lifeline of the believer by the Holy Spirit. It happened to Saul. Paul. Saul of Tarsus. Acts chapter 9. Hallelujah. Acts 9.11. Let me close my Bible. Acts 9.11. Close on time today. We have how many more minutes? Six more minutes. Let me close on time so that Stella can come back next week. I say I'm Joshua. Makes sense, I mean. <laughs> I should not come next to you with will not stay till Oh, my mic was on. <laughs> I thought the battery was dead. <laughs> <ticks> oh. I have to go plan our next month with that, I mean. Acts 9 11. So the Lord said to him, this is Saul, who just got born again, yeah? On the way to Damascus. Arise and go to the street called street. This was telling, um, what's his name? Um, Ananias, the prophet. And inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, at this time, the guy was even blind though. God told Ananias, the prophet, go and look for him in Judas's house. Ask for Saul, the one that is praying. So, Saul got saved into what? Prayer. prayer. That means for some of you, you're already running late in your prayer miles. Instantly, he got saved, saw vision, same day, same day. Read really, when you get home. See, the church, the church, established church, has cheated believers. <sighs> That's cheated believers. You get born again, they keep in one corner. First of all, let's even show that you're born again first. Let's be watching you. You're born again, standing on one leg. Okay, you're born again. Enter a believer's class. Believer's class? I I thought you believed and it's a gift of God, not of... Believer's class? Okay. Now do believer's class. Foundation class. Then baptismal class. After water baptism? Then Holy Ghost baptism class. Please, who went to? I went to Holy Ghost baptism class. Yeah. So by God, God is merciful. Because by his standard, you're not born again now if you don't have Holy Spirit. You're not born again. It's the seal of your salvation. What sealed you if you are in church and saying you are a child of God and you don't have the Holy Ghost? We put you in class first. And it's the same people that are using one corner of their mouth to say, if you see now a rapture sound, you will go to hell. It's the same people that put people in church without Holy Ghost and expected they will not go to hell. Because what sin is worse than not having the Holy Ghost. So if the trumpet had sounded, God would have understood that, well, you had the intention of Receiving Holy Ghost because he was pastor that put you in Holy Ghost baptismal class, so you make the list somehow. The versions of God we have painted instantly, instantly. You have to serve God. If you don't serve God well, you won't make heaven. Please excuse me, that thief that Jesus sent to heaven that day should bring him back. Or else Jesus himself has become the thief. Like playing double standards. If servitude is a parameter for making heaven, you cannot hold me responsible for service when you give that guy a straight pass. What did he do? What did he do? And me, even with the years of service I've given God, I'm still not sure if I have done enough to make heaven. No. No. We need to have words, Jesus and I. No, because for this thing to be fair, since he's no respecter of persons, should bring that guy back. Let him serve. Let him be baptized because we need baptism to make heaven. Let him receive the Holy Ghost because he needs to go to class. Let him go and win the soul so that he will be wise. He that wineth his soul is wise let him give small offerings since he that who does not pay tithes cannot make heaven okay. God said I should tell you that non tithers will not make heaven that guy should come back or else Jesus lied Jesus is worse than the thief this, that thief is a saint compared to the Jesus that is dealing like this no bring the guy back please he too he has time Take my walk, join a department. Serve God faithfully. Faithfully, we mark his tithe card. Yes. Check his records. Then we we are sure he's going to heaven. Instantly. So you are here in church. This class, that class, the other class, that class, to receive the Holy Ghost that was poured out freely upon all flesh. You not kept him in your church until you teach somebody. Before you know, administer dispense the Holy Spirit to the person. See, so now you're ready. Open your mouth. Hey, have you seen Cornelius? It says, while Peter was yet speaking, the Holy Ghost fell on Cornelius and his whole household. They did not have the chance to say sinner's prayer. Come, come can we see before we close? Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. You give me from verse 30. We'll just read it through from verse 30, Pastor. So Cornelius, are we there? Acts 10:30 in your Bible. So Cornelius said, Four days ago, I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour that is 3 p.m., I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your arms are remembered in the sight of god send therefore to joppa and call simon here whose surname is peter he is lodging in the house of simon etana by the sea when he comes he will speak to you 33 so i sent to you colinus is telling peter the vision he had so i sent to you immediately and you have done well to come now therefore we are all present before god to hear all the things commanded you by god right Then Peter opened his mouth and said, or Peter opened his mouth and started to say, okay, I perceive that God shows no partiality. But in every nation whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted before him. The word which God sends to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ. He Jesus is Lord of all. Keep going. That word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed. Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Go on. 39. Should I go to my Bible? And we are witnesses of all things which he did in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem. Please mark mark how much time it's taking me to read these verses, okay? In the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Go on. Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly. Go on. Not to all the people, but to witnesses chosen by God, even to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people. And to testify that it is he who was ordained to be the judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witness that through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. Look up. You see how many minutes it took me to read it? I read it from beginning to end because the way that Luke wrote it, Luke could not have written them happening at once because he's writing. Do you understand? So, I could read it from start to finish because Luke wrote it from start to finish. Not because it happened like this. 44 says, while Peter was still speaking these words. So, somewhere between when Peter started speaking and the end, what I'm about to describe happened. But we have read the entire narrative because when Luke was writing, he wrote out the entire narrative, which means we have to read the whole thing to get to what happened inside what we have just read. Make sense? So while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. So they didn't even have the luxury of listening to all the words the way you and I have listened to it now, and the Holy Ghost fell. New King James would have said, and when Peter had made an end of speaking these words, that's how New King James would have used it, if the Holy Ghost waited until Peter finished preaching. Are you following me? It says, while... uh, Uncle, give us 44 in the TPT, or NLT. While Peter was speaking... Mm-hmm. Message. Forty-four. No sooner were these words out of Peter's mouth than the Holy Spirit came on the listeners. In other words, all the Holy Spirit was interested in Peter start talking. Yes. <laughs> but it's not your talking, you know? oh! Just start talking. It's the same nomenclature that was used between Jesus and the Roman centurion when the guy said, "Speak a word." Jesus said speaking. Jesus said nothing about healing, just there talking. And he says, and while Jesus was speaking, the servant was healed that very hour. So why do you put a class for what can be given instantly? For what is given instantly. And the introduction, the first time God speaks of Peter, of, of Saul, rather, he says, Go and look for him in the house of Judas. He's praying. What is the posture of a believer? He's praying. What's the posture of a believer? She's praying. Blind praying. Peter was not, Saul was not negotiating his healing. <laughs> he was blind when God could see him. He wasn't negotiating. Okay, if you take away this sight, Father, I will serve you. New believer, prayer. Instantly in the Holy Ghost, we pray. So if some of you have been here two years, three years, five years, ten years, you have no excuse sir, to struggle with prayer. It's ingrained in you. It's like breathing. Are you following? Yeah. On Tuesday, I will still continue this prayer. Yeah. We're not done. So next week, we'll continue. That becomes the third installment of this point. The Christ conscious believer is given to prayer. We're not rushing it. So we can sit in your spirit snugly. Snugly. Difficulty in prayer died last Tuesday. In this house, we don't have any struggle praying. We are joking now, we are praying. We are singing, we are praying. We are teaching, we are praying. We are watching a movie, we are praying. We are playing tennis, we are praying. It is the default state of a son of God. Please get up on your feet tonight and let's wrap this up praying in the spirit. And we'll continue next week. You have heard a lot tonight. You have heard a lot tonight. Oh come on, you can't be tired already. (laughs) You can't be tired already. (laughs) Oh hallelujah. Oh thank you, Father. Landuse We are given to prayer, oh. We are a prayer. This is the definition of prayer house. <laughs> This is the definition prayer house. Mm-hmm. If you are in this house, if you are part of this local church and you are here now, open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth. You can't be walking in rebellion. If I'm your pastor and I say open your mouth and pray, you should open it and pray. And trust the Holy Spirit to feel it. He comes at the place of obedience. At the place of obedience. At the place of obedience. Open your mouth. Whatever comes out of your mouth is what the Holy Spirit will have you say. Lantekizabada, open your mouth, don't feel too cool, too cute, too held back, you don't have to feel anything, just know that inside of you dwells the Holy Ghost. You don't think about praying in tongues, it doesn't come from your mind, your mind is unfruitful, your spirit prays. Your mind is unfruitful. Your spirit prays. That's why praying in tongues is defined as babbling, saying what doesn't make sense to the human ear. But we speak mysteries, the mind of the Father. <laughs> Oh hallelujah 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 thank you father <laughs> <laughs> Kebeligos sto giundi grida balahalos ingades prugos undi kiza badi Banges senta telik induri gada hash. Hallelujah. Hallelujah of your hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for your spirit that is in us. By your spirit, we can cry about Father. We thank you that the same spirit in us prays when we do not know what we are saying. We are just, uh, by your grace, we can pray. Because when we do not know what we are saying is a human weakness, but by your spirit in us, we pray a perfect prayer. A perfect prayer by the spirit of God within us. The spirit of God praying in us. And so, Father, we are just thankful to take advantage of this all the time. We are thankful that we can pray always because you are in us praying. Your spirit is in us praying and we can pray always as you would have us. So we thank you, Father. Thank you for you have made provision. You are a good father. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Are you glad you came tonight? You're going to go home and pray some more? Take prayer breaks. Take prayer breaks. Snatch moments, snatch moments through your day. Snatch moments. If, if it's looking difficult, just disappear. Yeah. Disappear for, the, for a few minutes. Pray. Draw strength. Is limitless. Limitless. Draw strength. Because by your physical strength, no man can prevail. Thank God for His grace that is available to us. Thank God for dynamic power available. Tremendous power available that does mighty things in us and through us as people of prayer. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. For inquiries and further information, please send us an email to info at the or visit our social media platforms.